Are you wanting to know the best way to market and promote your self-published book? Do you feel overwhelmed by the options for advertising your author brand? Then, in today's episode, we're going to take a little bit of a deeper dive in marketing for self-published authors. So, make sure that you stay tuned. This is Self-Publishing with Dale, where you'll learn to publish books that sell and build an unstoppable author brand. Today's episode was brought to you in part by the DIY Publishing Course Monthly. You struggling to break even $1,000 per month in earnings through self-publishing? Then equip yourself with all the right tools and instructions to finally make your big breakthrough. Subscribe to the DIY Publishing Course Monthly where you get everything you need to know now and reap the rewards later. To subscribe, head over to DIYpublishing.biz for more details. I am super pumped about what I'm going to talk about today, and it's all about marketing and promotion for self-published authors. I can talk about this ad nauseum because there's so many ways to do it. In fact, it can become somewhat overwhelming and confusing because you're going to see the likes of so many authors, and I'm not throwing anybody under the bus, but you see Mark Dawson might tell you, well, Facebook ads are crushing it for him, and he's clearly got the results. Or maybe you hear somebody else that says, no, 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 Facebook ads is no good. It's actually Google ads you're gonna wanna do. And they're gonna have other people that are gonna be like, oh, this way. Listen, folks, advertising is only just one of many ways you can market and promote your author brand. And I don't want you to restrict yourself just based on the very few options that you see. And so hopefully I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to introduce some potential avenues and possibly crack open your imagination to what is available to you because you're only limited by your imagination. Many people make the, the confused, the, the, they confuse the fact of marketing and promoting having to invest a ton of money. Yes, premium ways of marketing and advertising and promotion are gonna probably be one of the best ways to reach a larger audience, but it's not the only way. And so that's why I'm gonna talk about about five of my preferred ways. And I'm well, you know, you're welcome to, to reach out to me at Dale selfpublishingwithdale.com if you have any ones that you're like, ah, Dale, you should have talked about this, or ooh, could you explain a little bit more about that? That's my email address. You can always hit me up there, and I'm always welcoming any kind of chat and dialogue. So in any event, the problem here, folks. I see far too many indie authors that are just trying to, they're trying to rely on organic sales. And just for the sake of brevity and keeping this conversation dialed in, we're going to be talking just primarily about Amazon publishing. Anyway, anybody that's publishing onto the Amazon platform, okay, we're just going to kind of put the other ones off to the side right now. And it used to work back in 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015 possibly that you could find a hot niche and profit hand and fist. I, I knew that when I first got into this business and I had a few like one hit wonders, they would go out and man, they would make me some decent cash. But that's not the case anymore, folks. And I've said it's a pay to play world, but there are some exceptions to the rule as long as you just know that it's going to be taking a little bit of diligence and consistency and really applying yourself. So you're gonna hear five sol uh, solutions, in my opinion, that are gonna work for your brand, but don't make the mistake of trying to chase every single one of them. Get good on one avenue and I mean really nail it down before you start to spread yourself out. We wear too many hats as it is, and one of those hats is marketing and promotion, so I don't want you to put 
50,000 other hats on top of it. Let's get good on one avenue before moving into the other ones. And listen, folks, with the fact that I'm pointing one finger forward, there's three pointed back at me because I'm just as guilty. I'm the guy that gets super excited about something and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do this. The man who chases two rabbits gets none. So just remember that and this applies to you ladies too as well. So um, in any event, let's go ahead and focus on those five ways and I'm gonna get the easy one right out the way. In fact, I'm recording this podcast episode right now and simulcasting over into the Facebook groups that I have with self-publishing books and the DIY publishing course community. And this is a primary example of video. If you are not doing video right now, start doing it. And it doesn't need to be sexy, it doesn't need to be perfect, it doesn't need to have the best high quality production as long as you have yourself an iPhone, an Android, heck even a flip phone that can connect to the internet. And even if you can't do it to the internet, as long as you can just shoot video, you can always upload it over to your computer later on, video is the way to go. And I believe I'd heard Owen Video say at a conference this past year for Merch by Amazon, he shared a statistic, and I'm just trying to recall off the top of my head, I think it was by the year 2021, that 80% of online traffic is going to be derived from video content consumption. This means that 80%, eight out of 10 people at any given moment is consuming video content. And we indie authors, for the majority of us, are introverts. We don't like being on a camera. We, we, it's exhausting. I understand it. I get it. But the fact is, you want to be unique. You want to be heard above the rest. You want to have that unfair advantage. Get video on your side. And, and I'm just going to recommend just a couple of avenues. Of course, YouTube, fantastic. I can't say enough great things about YouTube. In fact, if you can get yourself really good exposure over on YouTube, and you get some great search engine optimization through that avenue, you also can win the favor of Google, an even larger search engine. There's also Facebook. As I said, I'm recording this episode, simulcasting right over into the Facebook groups. Super simple process. It's, it's just, it's, it's easy. And uh, if you're ever kind of worried about live streaming and such like that, by the way, uh, I actually do have another YouTube channel, Shameless Self, self Plug, 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 is uh, live streaming tech. My brother and I actually talk about live streaming and we kind of demystify the process of doing live streaming and showing that it actually is easier than you think. Um, and then uh, next one's gonna be Twitch. I have long spouted about how awesome Twitch is. And even though I haven't made too much noise over in the Twitch platform as of late due to so many projects in the works, I'm really just, I'm going bullish when I, I just say people, go after Twitch. They are starting to embrace more than the gaming culture, more than just the gamers. There are creative people over there that are crushing it on Twitch. And it's a great way to build an even larger and voracious reading community over on the Twitch platform. Actually, uh, Melody Casey is a great example that she has anywhere from about 15 to 30 people watching her live where she's streaming for hours at a time writing sprints. And they seem real invested in the process because they love watching and hearing her talk about some of her the psychology behind her scenes and sometimes she even asks for suggestions for the direction of her stories and that even furthermore cements her relationship with the readers so video folks that's my very first one and uh, don't make it too hard on yourself okay next one 
Amazon advertising. This is dead simple. Today, get on it like yesterday. Amazon advertising is nowhere near as complex as something like Facebook or Google. I've done both of those avenues and the fact is it can be overwhelming. Amazon advertising is really simpler than you know and it used to be the common misperception and I even said this uh, at one point where I thought that you had to invest $100 because product display ads you just say you have to spend $100 in order to do this and I was like I don't know this may not work it may not but that was actually completely misunderstood and it was just a and without me trying to explain all of Amazon ads and I'm getting too far into everything Amazon ads is so simple in this as long as you keep your ad spend per day low and you keep your cost per click low and you choose a large amount of manual keywords that are relevant to your particular niche or your book then you can probably see a great return on investment I mean I've had some ad campaigns at a dollar per day for as low as 10 cents per click and sometimes those CPC was so low and Amazon wouldn't even spend that full dollar it was insane I would have maybe nine cents and get a you know a conversion on that one and immediately profit ooh, easily like four or five bucks per sale so Amazon advertising and by the way I got a full um, video series based on that with Marco Motino he gave some awesome value tip number three conferences and networking events get out of your writing cave and get out into the world and start to talk to people I know video chatting is great that's one of the ways I like to kind of not have to leave my house but every now and then you're gonna have to step outside your comfort zone and start to get to know other people because it's the connection sometimes that really builds the bridge to a larger audience I can't tell you how many opportunities I've afforded myself because I've been willing to step outside my comfort zone and go to these conferences and go to these network meetings and there are times where I just don't want to do it I, I'm just like my wife and I will be complete wallflowers we're just like oh, we don't really feel like going to talking to anybody and then eventually what ends up happening is someone comes over and talks to us and we strike a conversation you start to warm up to the occasion and you can meet other people that are either a related in your industry or b that might have some type of connection to someone else within your industry and if you can learn who they are and really get to know them and start to build that relationship with them they're going to be clamoring and just excited to learn more about who you are as an indie author and what you do in your specific brand be it fiction or nonfiction. I just I can't say enough great things about conferencing and network events that it just seems like every single time after a conference I see a huge explosion in sales and this can even be anywhere from as simple as affiliate products to videos to books to everything because if you really take the time to get to know people and build that relationship and stay connected the nice thing is it starts to grow and if you do this consistently and you keep going out to networking and conferencing events and you keep in contact with these people at value stacks and before you know it it's just going to blow up big already so uh, next a suggestion number four interviews okay so you can do these ones in the comforts of your home and some of them you can actually step outside your home 
so as an example, interviews could be anywhere for like say podcasts, YouTube channels, websites, media appearances, so much more. And I'll even toss in things like guest blog posts, even though that's not a traditional way of doing interviews. But nonetheless, you can kind of get the idea. Reach out to people within your industry, within your particular niche. So if you're a fiction author that writes Werebear Shapeshifter Romance, and there's the Werebear Shapeshifter Romance podcast, you would it behoove you to actually get in touch with whoever is in charge of that podcast, consume their content, become part of their tribe and part of their community, and then get in touch with them and find out ways that you can give back to that community because I promise you, if you don't go right out the rip and go, how can I be on your podcast? I want to be on your podcast. I'm going to be awesome on your podcast. Most people are going to say, nah, I'm good. I'm going to pass on that. That's that's just not my thing. Uh, I think that if you really, really try to be of service to people, they're going to give back to you. So podcasts are great. YouTube channels, I can't tell you how many times, at least on a weekly basis, that I get at least one to two different people getting a hold of me, wanting me to interview them on my YouTube channel or podcast. Now, folks, uh, before you do reach out to me for interviews, I'm not currently accepting any any interviews. I've just kind of put that all on hiatus uh, because I just split in too many different directions, obviously doing a podcast, streaming into a Facebook group, things like that. But this gives you a great idea. And then, uh, you know, websites. Reach out to websites. Some, some websites will actually do like a virtual interview and they'll give you a form, you'll fill it out and you can kind of put it in. A couple of them elude my mind. I know I've done a few back uh, probably about four years ago with my fitness brand. So chances are likely if you look for the name Dale L. Roberts Fitness in some capacity, you might find an interview somewhere. Last but not least, last but not least, number five, an email list. Oh my gosh, there's so many people that think email marketing is dead. I say, let them believe that. Because as they believe that, you can be the one who has, again, an unfair advantage over them. Email marketing doesn't have to be hard, folks. I can send out an email broadcast on any given week, and if I, as long as I deliver great value time and again, and I'm not just going to reach into somebody's wallet, the beauty is you can make some money every single time, okay? So I'll send out an email broadcast, and sure, I'll get a couple of unsubscribes. Sure, I'll get a couple of cleaned uh, bounces, uh, you know, um, hard bounces, excuse me. Um, but for the most part, as long as I keep them opening and intrigued and clicking on what I have to offer, I can make about $50 to $200 per email campaign. But you can't just go in and start beating people up for sales. What I would recommend is if you do an email list of some sort, do it like you would in communicating with the friend. So uh, my best friend, Harold, we've been knowing, we've known each other since we were about 13 years old. And uh, with me being about 42, I think we can confidently say that we're, we're close buddies. I would never reach out to my buddy, Harold, and go, bro, buy my fitness book. Be like, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. That, that would be his answer. Or no, you know I'm not going to, you know. He would be happy. It would make for an awkward situation. So rather than just beating up my friend, it's going to be a case of me at least being of value. Hey, man, how's it going? How's your mom been doing? Is your, you know, is your son faring well? Did he do good in his new job? Um, what are your plans for coming to Columbus? And things like that. Oh, hey, by the way, man, um, I just want to let you know, I just released a fitness book. Did you get a chance to check it out yet? 
you know, if not, it's over here on Amazon. Would love it if you knew anybody that would be into it. Um, just go ahead and send them that link and that would really help me out, bro. Hey, thanks. I'm looking forward to hearing back from you. That's simple, folks. You see so much about email marketing where people are like, you know, this ninja tactic's going to sell you many books today. Stop the ninja tactics, all right? Email marketing doesn't need to be Jedi mind tricks, folks. It doesn't need to be super sexy. Yeah, we can segment audiences and we can really break it down to the nitty gritty. But at the end of the day, there's human beings on the other side of that conversation and not just freaking bank accounts. If that was the case, people would just willy nilly give you their number to their bank account so you can just take out the cash. Be a human being. You hear that? You need to be a real person because on the other end of that conversation is another real person. And every now and then you might get some people that might check you like, oh, you're just trying to sell me on things. Okay, take a step back, analyze what you sent out, figure out, okay, what well, did I go wrong? And then sometimes you just gotta chalk it up that people are just having a bad day every now and then and you just might hit them on a bad day. It is the reality of the situation. A little bit of an extra tip here, folks. Never call it an email list to your email subscribers. Join my email list. No, no. Is that the same thing as your poop list? No, I, I don't think so. You just made the list. No, no, I, I don't want to be on your list. But, but, you know what? Is it really neat? You ever go up to like a club and you see the long line right outside of it and there's a long line? People want to be on the VIP list. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't want to be on the VIP list? So I'd recommend that if you got an email newsletter of some sort, which by the way, there's another tactic, is call it an email newsletter, because it's a newsletter. Hopefully you stay in touch with them. You're sending something out on a weekly basis. Tell them, join my VIP newsletter today, and I'm gonna go ahead and shoot you something just free of charge, just because. And they're gonna be like, heck yeah, why not? Dale just said my favorite word, free, and a VIP newsletter? That means I'm very important. And who doesn't wanna feel important? All right, so that's about it. Between five models of video, Amazon advertising, conferences and networking events, interviews, and email list, those five avenues are just a good starting point, and I recommend that you just try to really go all in on one and stick with it. Don't do it for the next 30 days. Don't stick with it for the next two months. Try to incorporate it into your regular routine, into your business strategy, so that way you can adjust when you don't see results or you can increase when you do see results, 10X that particular method. So what is which is better? You're gonna probably say, which is better? Where should I start first? In my opinion, video. Stop fooling around get on video yesterday. It is absolutely critical, whether you're fiction or nonfiction, get on video. It is absolutely necessary to incorporate that into your business strategy. Even if you aren't an author, if you are a business of some sort, you need video in your plans. All right, so I'm gonna start to close out today's show. This is one's brought to you in part by the new DIY Publishing Course monthly subscription plans. Subscribe when you want, cancel when you like. Go to DIYpublishing.biz for more details. Folks, this has always been a pleasure to chat with you. I'm gonna catch up with you on this next Monday again, so make sure that you subscribe to wherever you're listening to me on the platform, be it iTunes, Stitcher, uh, iHeartRadio, Anchor, SoundCloud, you name it, and do me a favor and drop a comment or even a 
rating of some sort, I'd greatly appreciate that. In the meantime, and in between time, this has been Self-Publishing with Dale, and I will talk to you soon.